Yo, ain't this season two? Craig and Leo, let's move the culture forward. Tap, tap, tap in with us, man. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy DH, man, checking in with Culture Forward Podcast, man. Hey, what's shaking, man? It's hard looking shot it, man. You ain't tapped in, tap in right now. You already know the deal. Let rock. Tap, 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 tap in with us, man. Culture Forward, impacting lives, you feel me? Yo, what's up? It's your boy King the MC. Go ahead and crank it up a notch for me. If you ain't rocking with Culture Forward, you're moving back. If it ain't easy, but somebody got to do it. That's why your daddy clean. But don't worry, his flaws are our expertise. Y'all already know what it is. Big foes. I don't know what I was thinking, but I'm going to let Craig off the leash. Hey, the people want to know, man. Come on, Craig. Come on, Craig. It's your co-host, C. Bailey. Hey, this Ego Live. This the Culture Forward. What's up, Leo? Yeah, man, the co-host C. Bailey's Way, and uh, today we got a, a special guest in the building. Uh, yeah, to say the very least, I'm gonna probably say this is probably like some of your favorite rappers, favorite rapper. Uh, if you haven't, tap into his music, because I know he, he's one of those guys now it's kind of shifting. He worked a lot behind the scenes, pushing a lot of these younger guys and helping them develop their sound. But if you haven't heard his music, you done done yourself a serious disservice. That being said, I want to welcome today's guest, one of my real partners, you know what I mean, one of my real dear brothers, DH. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate yeah, man. y'all for, Love you know, show. letting me be on this thing, man. Let me get comfortable. Yeah, man. Let me get comfortable. You, 100%, you know what I mean? Like, I guess we're going to kick this thing off, you know. Like, talk to us about how you got started. Like, how, you know, who were some of your early influences? Like, how you got started? Like, what were some of the moments when you Why it's just like, uh, excuse me, music, music been around my entire life, man. My, my whole family did, do, do or did music. Uh, excuse me, even to this day, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, my whole family do music. Like even on my last project that that I put out, I got my, my little sister singing on the intro on the first song. I got my little cousin on about two or three songs singing. Like, but before even before us, you know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, my, my mom, my mama, and her brothers and sisters was in a gospel group together, gospel true notes, you know what I'm saying? They were like the, the Jackson Five of gospel. Okay. And, and, and my uncle was like Mike Jack. <laughs> you feel me? Like with the gospel, you know what I'm saying? So he, he was my mama, uh, her youngest brother. But, you know, he was the one that was leading the songs and because he sang like Michael Jackson, you know what I'm saying? And they were growing up and... He also was the one who ended up, uh, you know, doing the, the uh, doing the doing the thing with his with his career. Um, but as as a youngin, I was able to experience, you know, uh, part of that life with them. I just been on the road with them a lot. Um, so we traveling from you know Nashville all the way to furthest we went to California. You know what I'm oh, saying? Shit. Driving, yeah. driving. You know, we in Vegas, we Ohio. Yeah. We, up north, down south, out west, midwest, all that, man. I was able to, you know, just experience that being on the road with my mom now. Um, so I mean, like, I like I said, I always been around music, but during that time, it was it was mostly uh, gospel music, which um, I believe that 
think it affected my like my music today. You feel me? Like you know what I'm saying? Cause I grew out of church. Yeah, I grew I grew out of I grew out of the church, but I realized what connected most with people was the soul, like like the real pure energy. You feel me? Cause that's what gospel music embodies. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't gotta be the best singer to be a great gospel singer. As long as you can bring that energy, like the way that song, you can make the people feel that. And a lot of times, uh, like like. Like, like me and bro were talking about earlier, man, the, the, the live instrumentation, yeah. the live instrumentation, that side of it, man. So, so you know, like music just always been a big part of my life, man. So that that's how I was prepared into it, though, with, with my family. I got a question, I guess, but outside of music, what were some of your other, like, hobbies and passions like growing up, bro? I, I mean, you know, music was a, a, the second love of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, you know, that was the... That was the side, the side bitch that I ended up, you know, falling in love with. Yeah. Really. What was, what was the main then, man? Yeah, football. Okay, gotcha. Football, man. I played football, bro. Sports, man. Sports. I was a, I was one of those niggas in the hood that was, that was, you know, in, that they did a lot of things, but at the same time, man, everybody knew me for, for what, for, for what I did on the field. Gotcha. Or yeah. you know, play sports my, my entire life, but I was uh, blessed to be able to take. Um, my sports career uh, beyond high school and, and playing the SEC, you know. So uh, I, I didn't, I didn't get to the league with it, you know. Um, yeah, I was gonna be my question was gonna be like, when did, did you make that switch to to make rapping like turn out the main? Well, I I was never done, actually done with football, man. Football was done with me. Gotcha. You know, okay. it, it, uh, injuries, injuries. Yeah. My body, my body. You know, I just did a lot, man. I had, I didn't go to the league, man, but I, I but I'm, I, I had on my football career twelve surgeries, and that's just through, that's just from you know, from you know, from basically high school. Had nigga, nobody had uh, injuries when it was young. I don't know how. It's crazy. I don't, I don't remember no, none of my little league days. Niggas really getting injured besides like a broken bone, like which broken bones are. Like a lot of people scared of broken bones, but broken bones ain't nothing. That thing gonna heal by itself. You know, yeah. set it back in place, it heal yeah. by itself. You know what I'm saying? That's my list, literally minor. Yeah. It be the 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 uh, the ligaments, the, 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 ligaments, the you know what I'm saying? Tendons, yeah. all, all that stuff. Like none of that happened when we was young. So my first injury, freshman year high school, and then from high school, freshman year high school to senior year in college, man, I had twelve surgeries. Twelve surgeries. College at University of Tennessee, man. Play for the U- University of Tennessee Balls. You feel me? That's what I'm saying, man. Knoxville, man. You said that's okay. Yeah, man. What was that experience like in Knoxville? Uh, it was it was great. It was great. I, I love I love. I'm VFL man, ball for life, man. Yeah. You feel me? Like I, it's always my alma mater. You feel me? And um, it was a great experience, dog. I I, I got to uh, got to see a lot, man. I met a lot of great people. Yeah. Knoxville, like a second home to me now. Uh, Cause once I moved out campus, I moved to East Knoxville, okay, where, yeah. where the black people lay. Yep. And I used to play up not all up there on the hill. Yeah, I know about all of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I grew up on the west side, so yeah, so. I grew up at like West Time Mall, that area. I, I don't know, no, further like like cars area, like close to Fairgate. Ah, uh, Fairgate, Fairgate. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so way down, way down. Yeah. Uh, the other strip. side, way uh, other side. What's the, what's what's the, what's the name of the strip? Uh, 
what's the name of the strip? Talk about Kingston Pike? Kingston Pike. So yes. way down Kingston. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay. pretty much down there, like Turkey Creek, like that. Turkey like, Creek, yeah. I'm like, yeah. My, my, my parents, they still live there. So it's maybe like seven minutes from like Turkey Creek. Oh, so, so, so shit, you, you close to, uh, what's the next, what's the next, uh, the, uh, man, what's the name of the little, the, I got, I got one of my homies that went to high school, man, he, he, he live out there now, uh. So if I'm coming from Nashville, I'm going to Nashville. Cookville? No, 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 hell no, hell no, not Cookville. That's way far. Oak Ridge. Oak Ridge. Yes. Yeah, you close to Oak Ridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was actually like born in Osborne, Oak Ridge. Yeah, yeah. That's where my people live at Oak Ridge right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I know, right? Yeah, I, I had to get on out, man. My parents are there. I go back every now and then to go visit them, and I'm there. I can be there maybe two days tops, and I gotta be out. I'm glad you. I'm glad you came down here, man. That's one thing. I, 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 well, it was crazy because you say that because it's like growing up in Knoxville. I got it. I didn't know. I had an aunt that lived here, but she just go to like church. She works at uh, TSU. She's a, a, a teacher there, mm-hmm. and so we would come up here and go visit her. And like she, she of course went to like to work, church, and home. That was it. The grocery store. And so I like we would come up every now and then. She would take us to Opera Mill to see the lights, but I never knew Nashville was such a music town until like I got here. Cause like growing up, it was just like this is all I want to do is like play drums, and then like I get here and it's just like I'm I know like you know kids I'm in class with they playing on Broadway, they going to casinos and stuff. I was like, oh, it's like a real thing, but I'm literally two hours away and never knew Nashville was such a music town. Man, man, what a lot of people don't know, man, is Nashville is a um, is a has has a very big stronghold on gospel music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, 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 a, like, like, to this day. To this man, day. And, and since the, and since to the, the 60s. <laughs> yeah, to this day. <laughs> since the 50s, 60s, like, Nashville has been one of those places where gospel legends are born. Yeah. Or not born, but they got to come through. Yeah. They got to come through That's this. Still like, 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 that court, that quartet, that, that, that quartet yeah. side of gospel music, yeah. it's, it's all ran through here, man. Yeah. There's oh, a uh, contemporary gospel, a big contemporary gospel producer. He's here, and, mm-hmm. just, and like they, people are in in all the time. But also, but if you are outside of Nashville, you wouldn't even know that. You think country music? That's that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, it's everybody. Yeah. Everybody. See, and, and so like, and and, and and with the culture that we all are yeah. embedded in, hip hop culture here, yeah. like people don't understand how much how much just great talent is here. Wow. Great music being made because. Country music literally overshadows everything yeah. when it comes to Nashville. Yeah. But you know, when people come and visit, they understand. And I, I, I believe, I believe that that new documentary came out talking about Northside, talking about how it got the biggest incarceration rate in the United States. I believe that's that that's also a part that's gonna play in, in opening people's eyes that gonna understand Nashville ain't. Yeah, bro. Like because like out of all these places, all these slums across America, all these places where all this shit happening. North Nashville got the biggest incarceration rate, meaning that motherfuckers here in North Nashville go to jail more than everybody else. So, so it's like it's like I think that's go. I think that's also going to help to open the eyes of how big of a culture, how big the culture is here in Nashville outside of the the one the only culture they want to promote. When I think too, we're just being like an outsider. I think, and like I said, of course, because y'all are here, like, so it's different. I think as, as an outsider, I think one person, and even though, like, no one's probably going to like this, but one person that, as an outsider, I felt like brought that light to it was Young Buck from an outsider. How you say we ain't going to like that? 
Well, because I know, like, you know, Buck's reputation. I know people, he gets a lot of flack, you know. What do you mean? Me. What's his reputation? Well, I mean, you know, the trend take, you know. Oh, no. I wasn't gonna speak on it, but I was a bit. <laughs> not on that part. I'm saying, like, from an outsider. Hey, I don't, you know give, fuck, I don't give a fuck who bug fucking Because man. I'm like somebody made just choices as a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucked up. But like I said, I know, like, when Gene Unit was a, was a huge thing and, like, you heard it and he was talking about Nashville, like, it was just like, yo, like, there's somebody from Nashville. Like, that's, that's, we look it up, like, oh, that's two hours away. Like, what? Yeah. And, like, he would talk about, like, Cashville and all this stuff. And I, I remember, like, he just listening to his rap as an outsider. He painted Nashville as his thing. So it's like, I think oh, he I think he kind of helped. You know, open it up, and then like, of course, people came after that. But I feel like, as an outsider, like mainstream wise, and I remember the first time even being here, like, and I first met and saw Young Buck, I was like excited because, like, you know, like you go, you hear rappers and stuff from these different like states and towns, but you never think that you would actually like just see them. And I remember he had uh, the first time I saw him, it was me and my brother. He had like a, a baby blue Bentley mm-hmm. uh, with the blue spinners and stuff. And that's actually, the same. That's the same Bentley Jr. used to drive it over at UT because you know. J.I. had that same when I when we was at UT yeah. it's another dude from my south Walter Fisher my dog shout out my brother um, but he from he, he a staple in, in, in South Nashville but you know he, he played at UT with me and uh, he had that same baby blue Bentley Oh, he was driving that around campus. Yeah. Like that was, he had that motherfucker up there in Knoxville yeah. for about three months until the NCAA contacted the coach former and was like, "Look, we you have a player that's driving a Bentley around, so uh, this is <laughs> we got to figure this out because niggas Please. ain't got money to be driving Bentleys." And this man, this when we was sophomores, like so. He was. It, it ain't like he was already in the league. It yeah. man, this man ain't got no no money. We out there, but. I met him at uh, TJ's Fish, actually down the street. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, that's classic. So, uh, so I guess for you, that's a good question. Is like, oh, who were some of your like rap influences and people that you looked up to? Buck, Buck, one, Buck, one of the greatest rappers, period, ever to me. Okay. Period, ever. I mean, I, I, I fuck with his music. I like him. I know a lot of people just don't. So. I, I mean, I like I said, like he's rapping wise. Yeah. It's, it's not many niggas that can fuck with dude as a rapper. I, you know, my. And I don't like I don't I don't know the man personally to not like him. Yeah, so I yeah. said I don't give a fuck who he fucking. They ain't got shit to do with me. But I just I just don't agree with a lot of uh, a lot of the choices he's made with him being like you said someone from the outside. This is the picture that he he was the one one of the main ones I agree with you 100 in a mainstream way to paint. What Nashville is outside of this country music? Yeah, 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 uh, for sure. It was like, whoa, 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 like, perception yeah. that they build up. Yeah, yeah and, and you hear me? To whom much is given, much is expected. You feel me? And yeah. I, I, I'm a full, full fledged, full hearted believer in that. And I just believe that he, that he, he didn't, he didn't do it the right way. You feel me? Yeah. And, and I mean, that's my, but that's my opinion. Yeah. You feel me? Like, you know, well, so, I mean, but too, and I, and then people always say this, and I, and I think about it sometimes too, because I'm. I'm I'm not in that position, but it's just like, oh, I was just saying, like, with, like with, with stuff like that, it's just like, when you kind of given that kind of, so imagine coming from from Nashville, you're on unit after like 50 Cent, after, he's 50 Cent. When you doing Spring Bling and all you that, got all man, money, man, all one of the biggest rappers in the game. Yeah, and it's just like, you know, you, you uh, group-wise, people are looking at you, you all like, like, y'all, like, close to like, what they were like, at a dipset. And I just feel like, that's oh, a lot for like, you know what? They sell more records than Dipset. They sell more records. I'm talking about like I'll say like influence. Oh, that this is a different story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Different story. But I feel like like with that like 
they were t- bigger as far as mainstream wise. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna So more people saw them. Yeah. Than Dipset. But as far as impact, I, I yeah, agree. Yeah. Dipset definitely had way bigger impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got questions about that too. Yeah, Plenty of questions on that. Journey Home Project, man, it, it, it means a lot to me, dog. Cause uh, Journey Home, just just the title. Uh, That's actually how you came up with the title. But it, well, to me, to me, it was just uh, journey back to self, man. Like okay. just, just um, I really just want to give people music that I felt uh, meant something to me. Every one of those songs was, was made um, during trying times or triumphant times. Uh, they were just made out of pure emotion and energy, and, and, and I believe they all um, portrayed my own journey back to loving myself, man. Like, and and, and taking care of myself, and and, and understand understanding. It was like it was, it was just a journey back to understanding that, like, you know, I can't. No one can pour into anyone if you're empty. Can't help anybody else if you're not helping yourself first. Yeah. Like, 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 like the, the, you know, what they tell you on the plane. The plane go down, man. Put, Put your, your mask, mask on, on first. first. Yeah. So, so you know, like it's just that's what the whole project is about, man. But the inspired by ink joint, man. It's just I, I really inspired by dude, man. That, that's my dog. It's my brother, and, and like he a real, 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 real deal. You know, Zone Six Kirkwood, nigga, like. Real deal, street Atlanta nigga, man. That 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 can take the culture that he's came from and understand the good, the positives and negatives about it, and still appreciate it. Both of them appreciate both of them, man. That's one thing my nigga Inky always said, man. You gotta trust the process, and and so so you know knowing all of that, man. But I'm just very 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 much inspired by that dude. From the time I met him to to this day, man, every day, man. Hey, if you if you look at my store on Instagram, man, out of seven days out of the week, man, three, four of them, I'm I'm gonna post something from him because he posting something every morning by six thirty, some inspirational shit. You feel me? So so you know that's just what the song's about, man. And 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 I'm so I'm so glad that 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 bro liked that joke, man. I'm so glad that bro that that that, that he really he loved that joke. Loved it, like so. So you know, it just let me let me know I'm heading in the right direction, man. Yeah. Okay. Heading the right direction. I want to ask you about uh, rewind and working with Petty. What was that like? Ah, that was great. (laughs) That was great. That was great, man. Uh, my brother, shout out my brother Petty. Uh, man, me and him, me and him, we we got other songs and shit that we done together, Mm -hmm. and we're working on more. But excuse me. It was one thing that I know a lot of people wanted me and Petty to get on a song for rapping wise. Like they wanted us to 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 rap with each other. Yeah. And like I said, we got those type songs too. But 
oh man, I just love this one right, this, that record right there because of El Me uh, venturing into RBH. El <laughs> Me doing my RB thing, man. And, you know, and that type of song, bro, it was just dope to have one of the dopest artists I've ever made in my life. Dopest artist that's ever been created got this motherfucker to, to bless that joint and to feel that joint enough to where they want to bless it, you feel me? So, so like, it wasn't even about, it, like, you know, it, it, was, it was about me being in my R&B-H mode and, and, and getting, a, and getting a, a feature from from one of the dopest artists I ever, I've ever known. And it was great, man. It came out perfect, man. It came out perfect. But song title, I think it's, I think you pronounce it Forever. I know it's like 4-3, then the verse. Yeah. Uh, I know some of the song it was weird because it, it seemed like the volume went up and down. Was that like intentional? Yeah. So what's the what, what was your thought process on that? What's the purpose of that? Well, uh, the the main the main reason the main reason for it was uh, it was for it was for inspirational purposes. Like like so the volume went up in the beat more uh, when that bass came in. So that was, that was for people to get hyped to or to or to. You know the music, music yeah. give energy. Yeah. So, so and, and with that bass coming in, I wanted that thing to be pumping, like just you know what I'm saying, like overload type shit. But it was on certain parts where I wanted him to hear exactly what I had to say. Gotcha. And so uh, the producer, uh, produced produced by my nigga Max Max Biggs. You know what I'm saying? The producer, he had it to where when that bass dropped out, it was it was it was that's where I needed to say something impactful. Now, was that something that, like, when he sent you the beat, it already came like that? Or that something like when you started, when y'all started working together, like y'all just implemented that? We implemented it together. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we put it, we put it, we put it together. Uh, I want to. I mean, it's just one of one of the, it's one, one of the one, one of the young niggas, man. That's hard, man. Like, I just I love working with these young niggas, bro. Yeah. Cause they don't. Cause I don't know, bro. Like, like music by having fun, bro. And so it's so like. Me personally, I feel like at this stage in my musical career, it's the best I've ever felt. Cause like, bro, I like, I have nothing to lose. You hear yeah. me? <laughs> have nothing to lose, so I can experiment and have fun with this shit, bro. And for me, it was always a therapeutic experience anyway. Like the music was always uh, instead of me having to pay for a therapist, yeah, I can record myself. I can put my own emotions and feelings out. For, and let the world be my therapist, like, 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 you know what I'm saying? I, as long as you get it out, yeah. that's really what the therapy is for, right? Yeah. Like, like to get it out of you. And you know, they gonna be, and your therapist is gonna tell you what you can do and, and what you should do, blah, blah, blah. Like, I get that from my niggas after they listen to what, what, I'm, what I got, you know what I'm saying? What I put out there, like, and it, like I said, at this point, bro, I don't give a fuck about what, like, if it's, you know, if somebody like, man, I don't really like this song, man, one for you. Two questions. So, who do you go to like when you are recording music and I guess putting out, putting out music? Like before you put it out, like who are some people, that, key people that you let listen to that you really respect their opinion? Um, I've always let 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 my my inner circle. Uh, I've always let my inner circle listen to my music uh, first. You know, my stack guys, Ego, Tree, J Neal, Villa. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah. Beat, yeah. Man. Off the Shout out to my dog, I've always let, let, let the family, you know, hear everything first. 
And, but but with the Journey Home project, I actually took a different approach with it. Like I uh, like a lot of songs that they heard already, because like I said, that, that that project consists of music that was made over the past three years. Really, a lot of people don't even know that. You know, they but, know now. Yeah, yeah, they know now. That's great. You feel me? Like cause, because I, I'm loaded up with about three three four hundred more songs that I'm finna just let the world have. Because what's the point of fucking sitting on? Like that's why I'm mad about myself. Mad at myself for that. So this shit, that's literally all I'm doing, man. I'm just giving, just giving this shit, bro. Just giving this shit out. You hear me, like, but uh, but 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 like with this last project, man. I, I really when I put it the way I put it together and everything, I didn't want nobody hitting to to until I got right there to drop it, to lose drop it. So I did like a little family, like for the same niggas, did a little family type little listening listening party for it, but. I don't know, man. I like going forward, though. I kind of like that. I kind of like. I like. I like that more. Like that. I like that more. Keeping the. Uh, keeping the music to myself first, and and then uh, giving it to my people. Okay. Um, and then to the world. So to my people first. And to That I developed with these young cats that, that, that's getting off right now, bro. It all it all came so organically, dog. Like it just came with uh, my love for the music and my love for helping them create the product that they was looking for. And and so I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of them just recognize that, like you know, like like man, this nigga right here, this nigga ain't no button pusher. This, this this nigga right here want exactly what I want out this bitch like so and in our sessions our sessions our, our sessions uh, there's so much energy in our sessions man like like it's just not just like a job it's not just like I'm coming up to do my version nah man like 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 because the, the most important thing about any song is the energy that's present and while you're making the song and and, and energy is top tier and you can bring that through the microphone and so when every time they hear it it comes out of their speakers it's a hit it's a hit whether whether it becomes number one on the charts or not it's a hit because that energy is authentic so someone's gonna hear that and it's gonna touch their speech it's gonna give them chills it's gonna make goosebumps it's gonna make them think differently the next time that they approach that situation that you're talking about like so it's impactful yeah and so I, I just approach I approach every one of those sessions, man, with the with the young guys, man, and in in return, you know, 
they just they 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 kept they kept that love and that fire in me. Like they they also kept me relevant. <laughs> you feel me? Like like kept me relevant in the turn in in the way of like I understand. I understand like what what the fuck like the music that they do. I understand the life that they live in. I understand it like and not from a big brother's point of view. Like like not from a like not not from that like I'm, it's like I'm there like like and I, yeah firsthand man you feel me like 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 cause some of these some of these niggas who talk about this about about you know all the shit like like no real deal man like we had niggas come in the studio with us man <laughs> ego. What about Lacan came in with that chopper? You hear me? Lacan came in, came in and yo with the chopper. You hear me? You hear me? And, and went across the street to the stove. Forgot he had the chopper tucked down in his. He had a real deal chopper tucked like all the way down in his pants, like it was shirt over it, like like that, like motherfucker hanging all the way down there. Man, forgot about it because we in the, yo we in the session, we making these songs. He go across the street to the stove, go get a black. Walking that motherfucker, nigga, the owner of the store, Arabian dude, like, hell no, done draw down on him. Because he like, what the fuck you doing? Like, because he see the chopper. And Lil' Kane like, oh, you feel me? He understand. R.I.P. my nigga Lil' Kane. You feel me? Like, it's that type shit. Like, we, these are years of memories and, and, and years of, 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 like, thousands of hours that we spent together, you feel me? Like, so, like. I don't know, it's love, bro. It's just love. It's authentic. It's authentic. And so, like, they understand, nigga, I want you to win, nigga, just as much as you want to win. We just bring that love, bro. That's it. sessions just to get out of their hood or, or out, away from the niggas that the people the environments that they was always around for the rest of the day because they had no like they had no nothing else to be around so they'll book a session bro and book a two three hour session bro you know and 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 and, and probably either coming there to work like we was working don't get me wrong we was working but we had to realize that sometimes they wasn't booking the session to work on music bro they would literally book the session to get away, clear their mind. It was that, it was that, it was that space, that therapy. You feel me? And, and, and at that point in time, we became glad to provide that space because we realized that when they don't got that space, we may not see them again. Man, that's something that probably goes along, goes on in like a lot of different areas and cities and offices across the world. I'm sure that people don't even think about this. It's like yeah. some people like, you know, you, you know, cause I, I think about when I listen to like interviews with people on time and it's like, you know, like these kids, some of them are like, you know, 13, 14 on their own, like providing for their, like, you know, for their moms and stuff. Like, you know, 
most of them, like, you know, like, you know, like, the dad's not there, so it's just, like, a single mom type thing, yeah. and so, like, they out doing what they gotta do, like, you know, to be a man in the house, you just never think about that, like, what they have to go through, and just, like, what they're, on a daily basis, it's, like, when they wake up to when they go to sleep, like, in that day span, like, <laughs> what they have to face and fight through and go through and smile just so you don't think nothing's going on. That's why I ain't gonna That's why I don't always love and agree with everybody's music. Yeah. But I don't care, man. At the end of the day, I love to see how young brothers and sisters lay with this music. Yeah. I don't care what they do. Just, or just living life, man. Just I the love, energy. Man. Just live. I'm talking about making money, man. Oh, man, that too, like, yeah. They're doing their thing. they making money. they providing for yeah. themselves and their people. So, so in, in, in a whole indirect way, right. that love is still, still is still influencing their music right. as well right. because they gon' it's, it's like they they gonna realize that nigga you can't you can't every song kill everybody in yep. the world. Right. You gotta have something that everyday people can relate to. Exactly. You a person. Exactly. You don't just experience that one emotion. Exactly. And that and that's one of the, that's one of the main things that that we focus on in our sessions where we. Artists is tapping into what's authentic, bro, about you, and, and, and not rapping to please just the fans. You feel me? Because really, if you're rapping to please what people, or you making music to please what you are, or to, making music to what you think everybody will like, eventually, like, 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 you may make a dope ass song. That you that you made with intentions of everybody liking and everybody liking. The only thing about that is, is that literally someone else is is thinking the exact same way. They they're thinking the exact same way of making something that everybody likes. Yeah. But if you're thinking authentically of just being yourself, you thinking no one can think that way, cause you're you. So you're different. You're making something different, and 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 that shines. That that's that 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 may become timeless. Like like, you know. So and, and but you, but we understand. Like you know, it's a process. And 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 don't get me wrong. Like even if you a real deal hardcore street nigga, street like like with all that like like. Your authentic self has some love in it. Your authentic self, especially if you have a kid. You hear me? Like these, man, these, these, hard, these hardened criminals, these real deal killers, when they're with their baby girl, nigga, is soft as school cookies. And if they not, then they ain't never with their baby girl. 
and they hate themselves for not being with them with their baby girl. So so like like you you feel me? Like it's just real. You feel me? Like and and, and so we focus on we focus on 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 you know get getting to the authentic you. And and when you can touch that, bro, nobody can touch you. I got a couple questions, I guess, because it made me think of some things that you said. So, I guess for you in your musical career so far, what are some times where you had to trust the process? Man, all them times we was doing, you know, South by Southwest, A3C, we spending all that money, we taking all these real, like, like, all that, that process, man, just going through that shit, man, it, 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 it allowed me to understand that. Everybody don't think like you, and, and and that you know if you wanna make it like that, if you wanna make it like that. For one, you need a bag, big boy bag, you need a big bag. But any other way, you have to connect with like-minded individuals, and and so you know. Through all the L's, I, I, I realized that my only wins came from when I connected with like-minded individuals. And, and the only difference is, is that when you got a bag, you can pay to get in a room with like-minded individuals or motherfuckers who don't give a fuck about how your mind is, and, but they, they'll get you there because you got a bag. Yeah. It's payola. When it comes to this music shit, it's way, it's, it's payola. And niggas don't, uh, if a nigga don't understand that right now, then you... You got a, a rude awakening coming. Mm-hmm. It's payola, you know, like like and, and 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 being and being and being popular in your city don't mean shit. It don't mean shit except except that it, it, <laughs> except that uh, if if you don't if you don't if you don't have real deal uh, relationships or connections in your city that when you do blow you gonna get killed in your city. That's literally all it means. Being popular in your city. I got a question for you as well, then. I guess, and you may not know this, well, you know, because of course it's you. But from the outside looking in, what do you think? What things about you do you feel like make people resonate with you in your music? Or like all in your music, what do you think makes people resonate with you so much? I think the people that that resonate with my music uh, resonate with themselves. Well, like I said, like what about that? Like, what, what kind of stuff are you talking about that you feel like people want to hear from you? I mean, uh, I, I mean, I'm I, I'm just at the point where I keep it, I keep it real with myself. Um, I just kind of I like I, I make music um, that uh, appeases my wants and needs or fulfills my um, wants and needs to get. A certain message to the people. That's the type of music that I make for myself now. Like, like, but, but I just, I just feel like that, that, that the people that resonate with my music are either have have either learned to love themselves through their trials and tribulations, or they're in the process of learning to love themselves through their trials and tribulations, and they um, accept. And um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, love. They, 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 I just want to say love. Yeah, I keep using that word, but it means like, but they accept and they love uh, 
truth. Truth. Cause sometimes, sometimes you don't want to look in that mirror, man. And I feel like it's big in our, in our society, period, yeah. right now. Like people, people, they want to dress themselves up in the mirror, but the mirror ain't gonna lie to you. You know what I'm saying? And, and but, but, but the key, the mirror could be camera too, could be Instagram. So exactly, all that, all that, all that, all that, man, all that. But, but I don't know, man. I just feel like, I just feel like, you know, just to make it simple, man. The people. People that, that 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 fuck with my music, man, are the people that that I, that I learned to fuck with themselves. Okay. Has that been some of the feedback you got? Like people run up to you and be like, "Yo, man, like your song, so and so, help me get through this and change my life." And stuff. I, I have had those situations, man. That shit was humbling, bro. That shit was great, bro. That shit was great, man. Like, and and I, man, I'm a big Andre 3000 fan. Oh yeah, big Outkast fan, but main Andre 3000. And it was a song where, you know, where he was talking about, like, you know, Nick came up to him and talking about, like, you know, this song got me and my girl through this. And, like, feel me? like and I was like, man, I would love for this shit to happen. And, and, it, and it's happened to me, actually, multiple times now. And, and, and that's love. Like, that's love, yeah. real deal love, you feel me? Like, when, 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 when somebody can tell me, like, you know, hey, man, these words right here, bro, they, they fit perfectly with what everything that's going on in my life right now, bro. And if I wasn't a bitch, I'd cry. I, w- I would've cried when I was listening to that shit, bro. But, but you know, you know what it is, nigga. I love that song, though. You feel me? Yeah. And and they may not be their their song that they're going out to the club to, obviously, obviously. But it's that. But it's their song when they when they when when when, when they by they when they driving. You feel me? When they thinking about their next move on to get better in life. When they thinking about like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I like. I, man, I need, I need to do something for my kids, bro. I need to do something for my mama. Like, I need to, you feel me? Like, 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 I need to be better, bro. Like, like, that's the song they listening to. That shit, made, that shit mean a lot to me. You feel me? It mean way more than a nigga listening to my shit to go to the club. Way more. Way more. But, you know, you know, you need that club music, too. <laughs> you both, man. <laughs> you need that, too. Alright, <laughs> I'm going to switch it up real quick. I'm going to play it. Shout out Dream Team, man. Y'all saying Trout, Hal, uh, Gates. You feel me? Shout out Dream Team. You hear me? Oh, man. Yeah, you feel me? I recorded all of them. All of them. Every one of them, man. Every one of them, man. That's what the people want to know. That's the question that people want to know. I was like, you get your games up. All right. Well, basically, the premise behind this is. You know I'm doing this, I'm gonna do it different this time too. Cause I don't even, I literally don't even remember. I remember the, I remember the game, but I don't remember the. So, 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 okay, alright. One, one single, one producer. What's that? What's that? Producer, rapper, and the singer. Yeah, rapper and the same. Producer, rapper, and the same. And one song. Out of ever? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or right now? I mean, I guess technically if you did. If I had enough money to bring people back from the dead. I mean, I guess some people might have something laying around. Yeah, you, you know, know Pac got plenty of verses. Yeah. You know Pac got verses. I don't know how much they cost, but I'm sure they can be sold. Shit, now. All right, so producer. Yeah, might have a few verses. On yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, producer, rapper, singer. 
I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Mike Jack producer. So it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's oh, for yeah, the yeah. females, obviously. 
but the vocals and the production on that shit is so scary, bro. Yeah, she's singing her ass off. That whole album going off right now, bro, in my car. Okay. And, and I don't give a fuck what nigga think about me. I'm riding through this and jamming something. Hey, man. That mother going off. And R&B's different, man. And it's, it's crazy, and, and uh, I think we, we may have talked about this before. It's crazy that, like, the more I, I've watched different interviews of different rappers and stuff, outside of the music that they listen to and maybe a couple or a few of, like, their favorite artists, they mostly listen to R&B. A lot of rappers don't listen to a lot of rap. I think, I think I, and me personally, I believe uh, that's, that's, that's because, uh, well, okay, I can't even speak for nobody else. For me, I listen to a lot of R&B because it has a lot more music, uh, 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 it's, it's, it's a lot more musicianship in R&B. Music has a lot more to do with it. Uh, I believe rap has a, has a lot less instruments, a lot more digital um, rap nowadays. Yeah. For the majority, um, and and, it's, and it has it's it's less musical. It's less musical and more poetic. Um, and I just I just well for me like I said like the that album that Jasmine Sullivan album that joint like the production on it like I'm talking about I'm talking about you can tell man she has guitar and bass and drummers and keyboard players in that bitch and like you know what I'm saying saxophonists and like 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 I'm talking about the, whoever produced the, the tracks and all of that like the different producers or you know I don't know if she used one producer for the whole thing or whatever but you can tell that she put a complete project together and, and it flows you feel me and that uh in mainstream rap, I don't believe that's something that's 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 uh, 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 um, 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 focused on a lot. Now with your Kendricks, your Jay Z, some of the bigger artists, yeah, for sure. Like like your J Cole's, like 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 they focus on that shit because they understand how the instrumentation of shit like really fucks with people. Like it touches people when you put the right instruments together Sounds and you and you. You know what I'm saying? And the whole ambiance of a whole project. Yeah. Sonically sounding like and that's that's the kind of feel and vibe that I get from one of my favorite artists is Rick Ross. That's one of the vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ross you play always is like Ross is that feeling like you, with you, you could be in a Honda, you feel like you got in the bay back there. But you see you gotta understand, Rock Ross come from the the, the cool and Dre's, the, yeah, the yeah. Scott Storch's like His these are people always, these yeah. are people who are gonna who are who are like on their beats, they're gonna fly in a pian a, a penis. Who's gonna play the piano on this shit because they know they got John Legend singing this hook? Yeah. Like, 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 you feel me? They're gonna play exactly what they what they made when they made the beat. They're gonna they're gonna bring in the dopest penis in the world to play that shit with yeah. their own. You feel me? Like, like, you know, that's different. So Ross come from different cloth. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about, about, about a lot of them are like that. The people that you named Jay Z, Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of them are like that, yeah. I I, I just you know, I am just talking about for the majority of the Pooh Shysters. Yeah. Shout out Pooh Shysters. I don't know you nigga, but it's a whole nother thing. I don't give a fuck. Uh what what you say? What you say true? You say it's home. You know what I mean? Hey Pooh get you a get you a beat from Money Tree if you don't, you bullshit, nigga. Fuck you mean? Yeah. And come to Nashville with this shit. We got something for you, nigga. I look everybody back down. You back down, street? 
You back now. I ain't back now for shit, nigga. I got God with me. What you got to say? Oh, I wanted to ask you too about uh something different. What was the inspiration behind that one? Which one? Food sites. Uh, no, something something different. Yeah, something something different on Dirty Home. Oh man, cause we need something different, bro. We need something different, bro. And I like the beat switch in there too, man. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it so you can hear the how the, the, the beat switch. When I heard it, I was like, oh, that's lit. Yeah, man. Yeah. When, uh, when, in, with, with the beat switch, man, that you know, that edge on edge on produced by my uh, my homies from Atlanta, Swamp Power Beats. You feel me? Them my guy. One of them, one of them went to, went to college with UT. Okay. Like I said, man, I, I just I like do a lot of shit with the people who I love. You know, yeah. and I know they got love for me, but they do they produce that 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 uh, But like, man, it's something different, bro. It's just about it's just about you know, man, you need something different, bro. Like. All these niggas is not as hard as they as they claim to be, and that's okay. Yeah. I'm not even talking bad about you for not being as hard as you claim to be. All yeah. I'm saying is that, bro, it's cool to not be as hard as you claim to be. Because if you are as hard as you claim to be, bro, you're a heartless individual that's uh, uh, that is a real nuisance and you're hazardous. You're dangerous. And I don't want my kids around you. Yeah. If all you do is kill niggas. Because in every song, a lot of these niggas killed at least 10 to 15 niggas. In every song. So so by the end of the album, bruh, they done committed a massacre. They on some Hitler shit. So 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 it's like, bruh, it's like it's cool that if you're not as hard and gangster and, and like you're not this. Bruh, like, that's okay, bruh. The only niggas that want you to be that fucking crazy and, 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 and evil are the people who are trying to kill you off anyway. Nigga, you got your position here, for sure. You hear me? Your mama love you, bruh. She don't want you to be evil like that. Come on, man. Like, like so so that's all it is, bruh. Like, just give people something different sometimes, bruh. Like, like, I understand the realities of life, bro. I understand that sometimes you got to switch into soldier mode. That's real. We need soldiers. Like we need that. Like you're gonna you're gonna need that. You're gonna need that, bro. But it's like to be that 24-7, but just think about a soldier who been in Iraq for for who, who was in Iraq for three, four years, you feel me? They come back and they fucked up. Like, 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 like they have to be able to switch back into reality sometimes, bro. Yeah, yeah, because if you always in war mode, like like you're you're considered a fucked up individual. And that's what, and, and, and like, that's what we are. That's as a people, we're, we're, we're like, they're, and they're making, they're making, and they're making our fucked up individuals seem cool. It's not cool, bro. It's not cool, bro. Like, I understand you have your war stories, bro, and be able to talk to the young soldiers, but, but like, also be able to let them know that reality, like, like we need this, you know, that's something different. That's what it's about. Picking another song since you was talking about that, I guess to pick it back on that. And I asked you a couple questions and I'll let you go because I know we run out of time. So, uh, both of the questions actually kind of, I guess, stem from Don't Change. I know in Don't Change, you were talking about going through different things and like overcoming that. Uh, and I like what you were saying. I, I guess the recurring theme I've been hearing you say tonight is just that like a lot of people are not being themselves and not being authentic. They're not looking at themselves in the mirror. And I think right now, with especially like with COVID and like things shutting down, things uncertain, people. They have nothing else yeah. to do but to. So for you, I guess, what would you say to those people, I guess, you know, to, to get to the place that you're at now? How would you overcome that? What, what can you tell people, I guess, that are going through stuff right now? Start. Start. Start 
looking at yourself in the mirror, man. Start being honest with yourself. Start uh, understanding your 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 loves, your dislikes. Uh, start understanding who loves you and who dislikes you. Like 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 you know like you don't it don't have to start start worrying about yourself. It's not selfish. It's not selfish. Don't let these people confuse you. Don't let these people trick you into thinking that self care is selfish. So like like that that would be my main thing to people, man. Is is to don't it's not it's not disregard everybody else. It's just take appropriate regards to yourself. Yeah. That's 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 all I would want want people to do. And I believe with that you will understand that a lot of the things that we do that we do are for other people. Yeah. Like like a lot of the things that a lot of the the the, the clothes that we wear, the the things that we say, the, the the places that we go are for other people. They're not for us. So so you know, I would just say start start looking at yourself and seeing what it is that you really like and being true to that. Okay. And I guess my my final question to you is: I know there's a line in the song that said, uh, "What's important to you, what's important is your story when you're gone." And I guess for you, I know like there's a lot that you want to accomplish, a lot that you want to do. So when it's all said and done, what do you want the story to be when the people say, "Oh, you finished"? Um, that's a great question, bro. I want. I want when it's all said and done, man. I want I want the people to understand that I stood for change and not that outrageous change that you know you think of like when you this new trying to change the world type shit. I'm talking about changing back to my reverting back to self to us to to us like like I, I just want I just want to be able I just want to be one of the people that stood for us not betraying uh, something that we're not that we really not I just, I just want us to, uh, cause man, it's a lot of love in our in our culture, bro. It's so much love in our culture, bro. So much, so much like real shit, like you feel me? And and it's a shame that the only thing that makes money is bullshit. But I understand we all gotta make money, from, and we should. We deserve. We all des- we deserve to make money from this shit because the shit is world changing type shit. Yeah. Like, but I just hate the fact that. What they make it seem like right now is the only thing that makes money is the bullshit, man. And it's not. That's not true. So like, I just, I don't know, bro. I just want, I just want, I just want people to feel cool with being themselves, man. Like, like I, I think that'll change a lot of things, bro. From from the bottom to the top. Yeah, I think we're getting there too, man. I do too. I do too. I agree with that. I'll, I'll, I'll stop it right now. That's great, guys.
Stop. Hey, man, I, I do want to say one thing, man. You know what I'm saying? My nigga Craig, he just started his modeling career. We're having a American Eagle, you feel me? Here y'all go, you man. Catch a man the cool Here spree, y'all go, man. Cool spree mall on Saturday, Sundays. Get down. He ain't green hills on Tuesday, Wednesday, right by the Gucci store. You be getting all, out. On the weekends, man, I'm at Hickory Hollow Mall, man. Right <laughs> there on Bell, bro. Everybody at Hickory Hollow, what? <laughs> ain't nobody that motherfucker, man. Ain't that motherfucker, man, the built down, something like that. That's what state, I think. That's what state, yeah. Who is that? National state, yeah. Never state, never state. And the Predators, yeah, the Predators got the shit over there, too. Yeah, man, we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up, man. Tell the people where they can follow you, man. Man, hey, follow me at... At sign SSK underscore DH, man, on any and everything. SSK underscore DH. Um, if you if you want my music, uh, we should get my music. Just listen to it. After yeah, listen to this, song, man. You should try it. Listen to it. Yeah, man. Man, you type in Google D dot A I T C H, like bitch with an A. Bitch. Go away, go away. Like, but like D dot A I T C H. Uh, like a jersey, man. Just think of like a jersey. If on the back of a jersey, you saw DH. Spelled out the H, man. But you type that in on Google, man. That shit popping up everywhere, man. Everything. Whatever you want, man. Apple Music, Title, Goddamn, Spotify, whatever. Nigga, Spring Riller. Nigga, on mouth. Whatever you listen to, that DH gonna pop up. And it's there. It's there. So, you know, just tap in, man. Tap in when you feel like, man. I'm telling you, bedtime, tap in, man. Next time you take a little road trip, man. I don't care if it's to Clarksville. Like I see a good 30 or 45 minute drive. Tap in that DH, man. Ain't gonna get you there. <laughs> that ain't gonna get you there. You hear me? And I got turned on through it just through, through this, man. So I'm happy I did. I'm happy I met you. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. But you know, man, I'm hey, I'm just uh, I'm just here. Man. I go by the name of Leo. This is the Culture Four Podcast. You call Jose Bailey's way, man. Hey, man, hold on, man. You too dangerous, man. Okay. Let me say. <laughs> okay. Let me. Uh, All right, go ahead, man. I got my co-host, my co-host. Look out for self, right? Look at. <laughs> I'm looking out for self, man. Yes, sir, I had to put yeah. my mask on first, right? Oh,
said, I go by the name Leo. You can follow me at Leo underscore Dynamite. This is my co-pilot, Craig. Yeah, man, follow me at C. Bailey's way on all platforms. And you can follow us at Culture Forward. And if you're looking for us on the platforms, that's Culture Forward in all caps because this shit is bigger than life. Hey. <laughs>